time to get happy. Accentuate the positive with Curran Swain. With good news, reviews and interviews and the sounds of indie, folk, pop and rock. Always look on the bright side. I've got Emily Simpson, the lady of the labyrinth, in the studio with me. We've been talking about the sacred path, the labyrinth and what it means. She was just telling me before I put on the last song that she had this experience in Chartres Cathedral with her own journey. You want to share that with us? Oh, yeah, I was, um, I was there. I'd just arrived. It was early in the morning and I was, you know, walking my sacred path, you know, this, this sacred moment for me. And it was very meaningful and, you know, significant. And then a busload of tourists arrived and they didn't even see the labyrinth. They just trampled straight across it, literally cut cut my path, sort of bumping into me, practically knocking me over in their <laughs> hurry to look at the other things in the cathedral. And I was so incensed at first and so offended. And I like, can't you see this sacred path I'm walking? <laughs> and they just couldn't see it. And after a while, it got so off the chart bad, I just started laughing and laughing at being buffeted by tourists. And I was here, I was being a pilgrim. And um, then I got to the centre and I just closed my eyes and did my kind of prayers and blessings and my things. Yeah. I opened my eyes and they were taking photos of me. <laughs> I'd become the tourist attraction. <laughs> and then I closed my eyes, I was laughing again, and I thought, oh, this is ridiculous. They simply can't see it. They cannot see the pattern on the floor. They couldn't see the labyrinth. And there's nothing wrong with that. They don't need to see my past. No one needs to see or know or acknowledge or honour your sacred path. It was just, it was a huge insight for me yeah. about letting people be. That's where they are. Oh, so they're tourists. Look. Who cares? Yeah. They don't need to acknowledge that I'm a pilgrim for me to be a pilgrim. It was yeah. a really interesting kind of thing. And then a- I finally, when I sort of, that sort of dawned on me. And then I opened my eyes again and some of them had started walking it. So it was interesting, as I let go of my need for them to acknowledge, acknowledge the sacredness of this of the labyrinth, they actually stepped into it. And it was it was a good lesson. It, it a good lesson. look a powerful, powerful lesson. But that's that's who we are in life, isn't it? It's like when when life's going wrong and we're in our heads screaming, you know, I feel terrible, oh this is terrible happening. We kind of feel like everyone should be there with us. Yeah. And they're not. Yeah. Like when my daughter rings me up and she's in a panic over something, you know, like something that I don't know nothing about. It's like, why aren't you panicking like me? It's like everyone (laughs) needs to be in my journey. Yes, exactly. And they're not. We're like, we're tourists taking photographs. We're like smiling and laughing at each other. I'm not in your journey wherever you are, sacred or upset or. But ultimately we're all walking our own sacred paths in our own way. Yeah, that's it. And no one else has to walk your path your way. That's it. And it was a lovely thing of letting that go yeah um and there was another nice thing once this was at the in centennial park where i painted the labyrinth onto the grass under the field so people could understand what it was i was there again by myself early in the morning and a mother and three little boys arrived and the boys kids saw it and just went oh cool yeah. and just started running because for them it's just a cool puzzle yeah. and they just want to run it at yeah. high speed yeah And they're laughing and joyful and it was was very funny. And the mother was standing outside the labyrinth and she was just hissing and shouting at them going, shush, shush, this is sacred, (laughs) this is spiritual. And she was getting really angry at them and trying to control them, slow down, be quiet. 
And it was just so funny because the kids weren't bothering me at all because, you know, joy. Joy. Joy is, is the fastest track to spirit anyway. I mean, there's yeah. there's no faster way. And anyway, I said to the mother afterwards, I said, you know, they're fine. They're really fine. They're yeah. not bothering me. Yeah. You know, she actually was because <laughs> she was because she was screaming at them. Well, she was trying to control everything. Yeah. And and actually it doesn't matter, you know, for kids, I think kids are sort of they're probably closer to spirit anyway. It's easier for them to access this stuff. So they don't need to walk it slow. Oh, they, can, they can run it wow. at high speed and get all the benefit and the... Get some exercise. Nourishment, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a- absolutely. Look, this uh, that's, that's such a great point because, you know, so many people think that to be sacred or to be spiritual, it's all about being yeah. quiet. But I think the most sacred and spiritual beings on the planet and the most peaceful beings on the planet are little kids yeah. that are screaming and yelling and they're in the moment they're enjoying the now yep. they're loving life they're giggling they're laughing i walked past a man holding a baby in a little pouch on his chest yesterday and the little legs were and the arms were going flat out and the look of joy on this baby's face and it was just like oh my god to be that happy yeah. to be that joyful in life yeah. you know? they know how to align themselves absolutely and it's really easy for them so and that's what we're all doing walking labyrinths yeah. we're, trying, we're trying to be that yeah. happy we're trying to slow down enough to get to where they are to get to the joy yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so great so great so cool (laughs) that's what it's all about Uh, that's people say to me you know peace day all about sitting in meditation and omming and i'm like no (laughs) it's about music and dancing and celebrating and community and connection and love and it's like celebration really so what we're doing with peace day is we're celebrating the peace that we have and also evoking some more peace or finding ways to find more peace because there are ways that you walk at the labyrinth listen to music do some art have a massage have a psychic reading get some reassurance have a kinesiology session or you know check your health or eat organic there's so many ways to do it you know it's so diverse there's a beautiful quote from t.s Eliot, which always seems to typify for me what the labyrinth experience is we shall not cease from exploration and the end of all our exploring will be to arrive where we started and know the place for the first time love that. Deepak yeah. Chopra says that all the time. Oh, he yeah. must quote that quote. But yeah. he doesn't say that it was from, who was it? T.S. Eliot from Little Gidding. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. it. Because Absolutely. that is our life's journey. We go back home and rediscover it with new insight, yeah, new like, wisdom. And that's what the labyrinth is about, that yeah. you, it's a sort of threefold process when you're walking it of releasing on the way in, yep. releasing distractions, whatever, receiving insight reflection intuition in the center and then resolving on the way back out and crossing the threshold back into your life with a new resolve with yeah. a new under, a new level of understanding even if it's only the tiniest little okay i'm gonna stop worrying about that yeah or i'm gonna just forgive that or let go of that and that's but that can make a huge difference in your life absolutely each little thing of letting go you know where i saw a labyrinth uh, down at caravier park do you know caravier park in Barrel, outside of Baradu, in Baradu, Caravier Park is was owned by I think they I don't know if they've sold it or if it's still for sale by the convent, the nuns, the Sacred Heart nuns. They had a retreat there. I went there as a child because I was at Rosebay Convent for about a minute, and we used to go down for retreats. And there's a labyrinth there, which I didn't notice as a child. But my sister-in-law and my brother moved down there recently, and so we walk around that area.
area and there's this labyrinth right next to the road that they have in Kerriver Park. But the place is now abandoned. It's like this huge oh. retreat, all these houses and this massive land. They're trying to sell it, but it's a fabulous place. If you want to open a health retreat, r- retreat mm. oh, that's the place. It's just wow. beautiful. Just outside a barrel in Baradu. And you were saying that the labyrinth is not specifically religious also. It sort of invites all. No. I mean, the, the one that we're building in Centennial Park is based on the Chartres Cathedral Labyrinth, which mm. is the medieval version of the labyrinth. But labyrinths have existed for 5,000 years, so they predate all our religions. Right. So in the park, especially, that's partly why I wanted to do it in a park, because yeah. I want it to be an interface, non-denominational sacred space. It's yeah. a threshold space for everybody. We actually did a beautiful interface walk a couple of years ago. It was one of the fundraising events, and we had Catholic priests, a rabbi, an imam, a Buddhist monk, a Sikh, an Aboriginal elder, and, oh, I don't know, several others, and... They all spoke about the journey, you know, through life as a sacred path, according to their beliefs, beliefs yeah. and their sacred texts, yeah, and yeah. Um, and then all walked it together, and it was tremendously moving to see, you know, a rabbi, an imam, and a priest in the centre of the labyrinth together, all happy. And they loved it too because they don't get many opportunities to cross-pollinate that way yeah. and to be together in a space yeah. without anyone needing to dominate or be in charge. To be right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm yeah. right. My religion's right and yours is wrong. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so it's uh, the labyrinth is a truly one of the very few universal symbols that we have, truly universal archetype, which welcomes and holds the space for everybody no matter what your belief or if you have no faith for atheists as well you know people that from an atheist perspective it could simply be a metaphor for the twists and turns of our journey through life yeah it can be as simple as that or it can be as deep as walking into christ consciousness or entering the Tao, the great void in the center or you know whatever you want whatever metaphor Mm. i haven't found a metaphor a sort of spiritual metaphor that doesn't work in the labyrinth Mm -hmm. it's so all-encompassing it's so great and you've given this gift to sydney it's really oh it makes me cry (laughs) (laughs) it's really fantastic what you've done so it's going to be opened in mid-september sometime we'll keep you posted when we find out the date there's uh there as you say they're going to you're going to invite all the interfaith all the ministers and yep and the donors so it'll be a big party to uh, celebrate the opening of the labyrinth and centennial park thanks so much for coming on the oh, show thanks, it's been an absolute joy a bit of miracle of love that's what we're talking about the labyrinth gotta play this one thanks hon bye for now thanks emily simpson they're the lady of the labyrinth 